Yeah, I ran over like a sprint into him. In fact, in slow motion, I got out the fucking way, man. <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Ah, oh, Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 268 of Sapnin Podcast, featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. It and is him. this is a warning sign that things are going to get extra Welsh with the band feeling the weight of the world, or at least Murphy Tidville. Yes, this week's guests. Technically guests, plural, because two of the <laughs> other boys are in the background throughout. But the main guest this week is Tristan Thomas of the fantastic Florence Black of my hometown, Merthyr Tidville. And in the background is Perry and Foz. We had a great time with them. Um, luckily, they uh, made space and time available for us to go to one of their houses to have this chat you are about to hear. Yeah, literally, this band have been killing it in that kind of blue-collar, classic rock and roll storytelling scene. If you like bands like Shinedown, Hailstorm, Airborne, thing, Florence Black are the perfect band for you. Uh, they've got their second album, Bed of Nails, come out on February the 2nd, and today marks the release of their latest single, the title track from the record. So to celebrate, we've got Tristan on to kind of celebrate everything and talk to you all about it. Invited to their own kind of practice space. How does it feel seeing another successful alternative band from Mirtha stepping on your turf? Um, good. I actually quite like it. Um, I think our town needs more music and bands and it's the perfect hive really for people to be grumpy about their surroundings so then ultimately write brilliant music and that's what i believe florence of florence black have done with this album um i mean you'd a couple of the songs so far but not the full thing the boys are ripping and it's fucking great to see i love it they're technically the first band to play a sold out scala because they played the night before <laughs> we did on we played December thirtieth, they played on December twenty ninth, uh, Real Jesus's birthday. So um it's been great to watch, literally from afar and when I've been lucky enough to either play shows with them on radars or go and see them, it's been a fucking joy to watch them come on and I'm just happy for them. Like as you go through this interview, um I get goosebumps a couple of times when they're talking about stuff that's happened to them because I genuinely number one I've been lucky enough to experience some of the things they've experienced, but it still gets me 16-year-old Sean happy hearing about bands living their dreams and meeting their heroes. And literally, they guy, these guys are just really down-to-earth, typical Welsh Valley sense of humour, and we just really share stories and have a giant laugh of the wild adventures they've gotten to experience so far. There's a lot of uh, previous conversations really leading to this as well. We've had you know, Padge from Bullet For My Valentine on his episodes in depth talked about him working with the band in a managerial role just a couple of weeks ago we had loveless and tristan was actually driving them around the uk and your brother has gone out on tour with these guys so many times i'm sure that he could write a book of all the yes. stupid stuff they've gotten up to yes he's going out with them um early february so yes check out see if there's any tickets left um if you like heavy rock and roll these are the boys for you so yeah check it out have a look and then, um, if you've got any money left, come see the blackout end of February as well. Please, please, oh, please February, Merthyr bands just touring the UK. It's, just it's the only time we're allowed out. <laughs> right, okay, the one month of the year. Black History Month. <laughs> 
the blackout and Florence Black allowed uh, out of Merthyr. I, sl- I saved it, okay. Go and make a streaming. <laughs> I think I do. Mm-hmm. There's one thing in this conversation that I'm extremely jealous of that I had to bring up as well. So stay tuned for that. But before we get straight into it, just a reminder, as always, if you enjoy us to rambling with your favorite bands and you want to support us, please do and head over to patreon.com oh, forward slash sapnin. Over there, you get included with a wonderful community of people. They all hang out. They all go into gigs. They all range things in advance. So if you're kind of shy or you need some more gig buddies, it's the perfect place to be. That's patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Tell us you're listening and share this everywhere. Viva the social media outlets of the world at sapninpod on Instagram and the app formerly known as Twitter. But without any further ado, let's get straight into the thoughts of one Tristan Thomas of Florence Black. Woohoo! Here we go. Sapnin! Sapnin! I fucking love these boys. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Sapnin! 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 That is the... Best and most Merthyr one we've had so far, and I fucking love it. <laughs> Sapnir. To Sapnir. be honest, that's what the name is. It should have been called Sapnir then. Yeah. Sapnir. But uh, we fucked up. Uh, yeah, can we swear on that, yeah? Of course. Hey, oh, yeah, can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be able to hold myself back. Um, <laughs> this week's guest is the brilliant Tristan Thomas of this week's single releases. Ooh. So as this is out now, so is this single. From Florence Black. Tristan, how are you? I'm all good, but we just finished rehearsing now for the two I like, so I'm sounding tight as fuck, son. Yeah. Yeah, tight as fuck. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Obviously, this album prep, we got a new single out today. Yeah. How has it just been kind of behind the scenes, getting prepared for for everything with this tour and the album and new music and just everything in between? It's hard work. Like, there's a lot of work behind the scenes that people don't see, but... Yeah, it's exciting. We're having good fun, and we, we can't wait to get it out now. Nice. So, busting for it. Yeah, you've um, you've put the album back. It was meant to come out uh, a little bit ago. Yeah. Well, everyone wants to know as well what that is. So, oh, so can you, it's can exclusive. You? Oh, oh, here we go. I was gonna say. Here we go. Yeah. What one? Yeah. Uh, well, we had a record uh, deal off. I like. Ooh. So, 
and we had to push it back like we had negotiations but it ended up it, it was the right deal for us so but it was better to push it back anyway give us more time to like doing prepare for the album and stuff yeah. but yeah so that's that's what that is nice mm. and yeah as we turned up just now you were saying that the your cardiff show at the tram shed is sold out now yeah sold congratulations. out congratulations yeah we played it what was it last year i think uh yeah and i was sold out as well so nice. it's a lovely venue like so yeah. excited yeah i played there for the first time with um my lesser known band <laughs> raiders um <laughs> couple of weeks ago for the first time yeah. and uh, yeah it's fucking class in it so yeah it's great man yeah congratulations it's fucking it's genuinely been a joy to watch you boys come up and do well and it's fucking brilliant flying the flag for Merthyr because it's fucking not many of us fucking trying <laughs> it, it's getting worse like it seems to me but it's only a few yeah it's been fucking awesome to see very yeah. very cool nice one bad how has it been just reflecting on the last few years and seeing the band's growth from the first album to now and just the impact you've had on this kind of rock scene within Europe, I feel like, because you've been out on the road so much. You played some huge festivals, like gearing huge up for the second show. festival, second album now. Like how is it being just kind of thinking about where you were when you started to today? Yeah, I said that. I made the other day if I told my 16 year old self like that, We'd be playing Hellfest and stuff. But mm. Do you mean? I got cold it, thinking about it. For me. <laughs> <laughs> I got fucking goosebumps. I know it's, it's mad. Like, but uh, you know, the last two years, especially, we, we've done like massive shows, like played play stadiums, supporting bands, like, and uh, yeah, it's just the, it's the best feeling ever. Like, to because uh, we've been a band for ten years, so to get where we are now and, and the hard work paying off, like, it's a good feeling. Like, but that's the thing, see, like people don't see that. Like, they'll see you now as like, oh, have you seen Florence Black? They're like new band or whatever. And you're yeah. like. Bro, we're doing this for like 10 <laughs> years, bro. This is I'm an good old man by now. <laughs> like, fucking. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, you like, my brother's been out with you a bunch of times and he says he's been fucking loving the shows and people love you guys. And yeah, you played some massive shows over the over the summer last year. Like, stadiums, like, almost 100,000 people. Like, it's fucking, yeah, that's mad. Was that just your booking agent? Someone reaching out to your booking agent, or was that? Yeah, you I think for? it was a, an agency in Germany that found us like on Spotify or something. Oh wow! And uh, oh, and they came to you direct. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It was wicked. So they asked us to do the two stadium shows. We said uh, we were told it's a German band. We was like, "Fuck, it's got to be Ramstein." Like, it's got to be Ramstein. It's got to be Ramstein. It's not too bad. It's not too bad, man. He lives down the road with his fucking his Welsh missus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we were told, then is a German band, Bulls Uncles, and I was like, "Fuck it, who they like? Never, never heard of them." And uh, and then, but the, we found out like they're like the biggest German band, like the yeah. bigger mm. in Germany than Ramstein, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? They, 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 we was like, "Fucking hell!" We're gonna do it about bigger than Ramstein. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, but yeah, that is, that's fucking mad. Yeah, no, I remember we went over there and we were we were playing a festival and like it's a band called Die Totenhosen. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of them, right? That translates to the tight trousers, right? <laughs> no band called the tight trousers should ever be allowed to get massive. <laughs> they're the, they, well, at the time, they yeah. were probably the biggest band. There was them and a band called Diazza, which probably means the art, I guess. I don't know. Um, but we were like, who the fuck? Like, they're not, they can't be real, can they? They were literally just dads. <laughs> we were like, where's this fucking head? Like, we were expecting, you know, fucking fancy outfits, fucking young fellas and lasers and all this shit. Literally four old men just going up there playing like German rock, and everyone was like, "What the fuck? Like, someone's uncle? You on about?" Yeah, it's mad. Like you, you can be massive in Germany, like and never have to leave the fucking yeah. country. Like you can tour Germany, and it's crazy. Like they love it over there. Like yeah, you mm. could just you could literally just tour over there and make a living, and then be back over here. Like mm. especially, there's so many different subgenres for that as well metalcore yeah. they love it all Lord. like yeah. Scar they love anything in between oh, they love a bit of fucking punk <laughs> oh get that trumpet out there have you noticed already like being in different places just how different like scenes are and just how different audiences like react to stuff yeah. and, and care about stuff I think one of the main uh, things I noticed was like oh they turn up early for the support acts like like the full crowd are there like everyone's there over here it's 
doing they start filtering doors and drugs, yeah, yeah yeah but out there they just love it like they're from the start for the show like all of it it's class there's a lot we want to kind of dissect and talk about in this conversation but before we go too much into stuff um i did want to start with something that i'm quite jealous of and i want um the this inside is massive cock. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> they don't know what you're front, do they? They don't know if he pulled it out or not. They don't know if he pulled it out or not. Carry on. Uh, I wanted to um, <laughs> ask about Hellfest because the fact that you all got to meet Jack Black oh, yeah. and get photos <laughs> of him and stuff. Please tell me every single little bit of details of that. Well, I I was waiting outside his dressing room for three hours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> on my own, and I was like, I was sitting there like, I got I got to meet them, got to meet them, and because uh, it was after we played, we were on quite early. I think it was like three o'clock, so we we started to have a drink and and just like enjoy the moment. Like, and I was sitting there then, just standing outside waiting for ages, nothing, nothing. Started walking back to my dressing room, and just like sad as fuck. Like, <laughs> oh fuck! And I, I met him like. And I seen Perry outside our dressing with him, fucking <laughs> arms round him. Like, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, he was like loving, he was loving it, like fucking with him. Yeah. <laughs> he said, um, oh, I said, camera photo, and he was like, yeah, man. And uh, I went to take the camera, and he was like, fuck me, you get bad angles. And he, 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 he took my phone off me and fucking took the photo, like he yeah. had my phone yeah. in his fucking hand. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I ran over, like I sprinted into him, like, in fact, in slow motion, I got out the fucking way, man. <laughs> Everybody move. <laughs> it was one of them moments, like, oh. but yeah, because he, he went up to the, the catering, then he needed to get food, like, so when he's on his way back down, everyone was just bombarding him. So we had, we talked him probably about like two minutes, like, just quick, but he had to go and. All the other bands after him. Oh, everyone, everyone, everyone was just. It's got to be, haven't they? Yeah. It, it was what nuts. I would have said, if I was all three of you together, I'd have gone, Jack. Florence <laughs> and I walked away <laughs> what the three people are called Florence <laughs> and then you would have worked out you would have gone oh Jack Blackford oh! <laughs> I get it I get it but yeah what yeah. a fucking fella yeah, yeah he's class I can't believe he had to correct you like I can't <laughs> believe he had to take the photo <laughs> for you <laughs> How bad must that have been, right? He must be like, fucking, well, it, it's just me in this <laughs> and he's like wow get me in a bit fucking floss <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will yeah. do it yeah that will do it I'd love to meet Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, our dressing room was next to the Melvin as well. We met uh, nice. Buzz Osborne as well. That was cool. Wow. Big A. Yeah. Love Liz, Liz Yale, we had a good chat to her, didn't she? Yeah, she's wicked. Mm, yeah. She's, yeah. Lovely. she's lovely. Anybody else? Um, um, Hellfest, who else? I don't think that was it, really. It's a Hollywood vampires. Oh, Rex Brown, in it from uh, yeah. Pantera. Oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the words that come out of your mouth, you mouth, you mad fucker. Oh, yeah. oh, I just meant a bit of some. What was that about? Pan. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. One of the world's biggest yeah. metal bands. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. What, what are the moments just so far have kind of had you a little bit starstruck or already put you in positions where you thought, like, what the hell is going on here? Like, how are we in these situations? Yeah, well, I think it was going doing our first stadium show, really, because mm. normally you, you work your way up through to the clubs and the, 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 the bigger caps and the, then arena. And we we never even played an arena before that. Like so, we went from from the clubs to well, from festivals to the half fucking hundred thousand. Like it was it was crazy. And it done it tw- twice on, in a row as well, two nights in a row. It was that was, that was one of the main ones. Like yeah, nice to just get to leave a gear there. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me thinking of what, like how easy it was to be, like oh yeah, band noise is pretty easy to do two nights in a row. Yeah, it'd be quite nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> no gear in and out and out. Uh, but i think throughout you guys' career as well you've always had that kind of love respecting endorsement from other musicians you've idolized from early on like i remember there being a big buzz in like the local news that Corey taylor had picked you guys to play some shows in europe and yeah obviously you've done a lot of stuff behind the scenes with padge from bullet for my valentine like how nice is it when you're a young band trying to stuff out and these people you already are on another level are wanting to help out and wanting to endorse what you do. Yeah, you know, that I think that was the, the first main, like the high profile thing we done was when Corey uh, spotted us on Twitter. Like I, I was sending him tweets. I was in the middle of the night just like, oh, I will listen to this, bro. And then one night he, he repeated it back saying, oh, this is kick ass or something like that he said. And then uh, 
I think we were working in the CIA and then we the point doing like crewing. But like, I, I was like, I don't know, how old was we? 20 odd? Yeah, yeah, it was while ago. And uh, we had an email. We was, we was working with Deep Purple and we pushing, doing pushing all the gear and stuff like. <laughs> and we had an email through like, oh, Corey Taylor's management wants you to play in, in uh, the back of the car in France. Like, we was like, fucking yes. Just like, leave pe- Deep Purple stuff away. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, you, fuck Deep Purple. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a bit when you're supporting us, I guess. <laughs> Come and get your own fucking stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, he, like, he supported us loads and it was, it, that was one of the, the biggest first things that, that happened to us. Like, nice. Was his support. Like, it was what was class. he like? Oh, legend, yeah. Because we played with him in uh, Switzerland as well, and his his missus was there, and his and his son, and we met them. We had dinner with them and stuff. To me, it was class. Yeah, it was awesome. Crazy, really yeah. welcoming, like, like nice people. Like, second for Slipknot, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just fuck yeah, I just been fucking blown away every fucking time. Yeah, mm. fucking. Yeah, mad. Awesome. Who'd have thought? Like, who'd have fucking thought? Three idiots from Earth. Like. Do you know what? The first time I ever heard Slipknot was in Troy Daru. Where we are now, I should have, otherwise that doesn't make sense to anybody else listening, but we are in Troy Daru right now. Yeah, no, first time I ever heard it was Troy Daru, and I remember going, what the fuck is this? I know you were buddies with him. Yeah. Small world, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Check it, tiny, it's tiny world, isn't it? Bunkers. But it, it's, it's, it's Massive cargo. <laughs> <laughs> makes the world smaller, that <laughs> It's mostly cargo. It's just nice having that motivation as well to know that, like, the gear you want, to wanting to do more, that you get in these moments and stuff. And I think, you know, looking at you guys as well, you've appreciated it. It hasn't gone straight to your head or anything. You're young, a lot of young bands having something like that. Because easily go, oh well, fucking hell! Like you know, we've done a big bucket list thing there. But if anything, it's made you more hungry to want to do the next thing and the next thing. Yeah, that's the thing. You you get the one point, and you just got to keep setting the goals higher. Like, and uh, sometimes you like it feels like nothing's happening, and and, and it's, but then something happens, and it's like, oh, fucking thank God for that! Like, and it just keeps keeps going and going. If you want it, you got to keep going and keep pushing. Like that's it. I think a lot of people don't. When they see people in bands, they just see people who just should be happy that they get to do their hobbies, <laughs> but they don't realize how much fucking hard work. Like we were talking before this, we were talking about how bands nowadays, you can't just be like, I'm a fucking singer in a band or I'm a guitarist in a band. Like you've got to be like somehow a fucking film director for TikTok. You've yeah. got to be a fucking graphic designer for all the fucking social media and everything like that. And booking agent you've got to be a man it's mental like people don't realize how much work goes into it and they just think oh well you know you're just playing this you're playing the daft songs and that's it like and it's like it's so much work so they don't see what's going into that but um yeah the internet's a blessing and a fucking curse as well yeah very much so because like people can find your band straight away but then you gotta you gotta put the work in and and do like you said be a film director on tiktok and shit like that like so but yeah yeah it's a strange one but I can't get over messaging Corey Taylor work, like worked. I know. <laughs> I, know like, I just kept trying it. Like, you know, I kept, I, I'm gonna I, start fucking, like. Why haven't I been? To <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I have been bothering Fred Durst a lot yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> so he knows. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, bastards. But well, as we're going down memory lane, like, how did this all really start for you guys? Because you have been doing this together from a young age and in, in different ways, and just music's always been that big passion. So can you tell us a little bit of like how it started to how it became like an actual, like a real thing? Yeah, well, it started, me and Perry used to play like in this room we're in now when we were like, I don't know, we were six, seven, eight years old, like, and just playing like learning together and stuff. And then we joined the band then with all about the Diggs uh, and Liam O'Shea. Uh, started playing around pubs and clubs, playing like cover songs like. And then we all done our separate things and we're in school as well. And then we met Fozian, uh, started jamming. And then we ended up playing in a, like, what was it? A, like, a, like a band day sort of thing when they were asking people to come up and, and play. Like, and we was like, oh, we, we know a couple of songs. We, we practice together. Like, so we, we played together and we come off stage and he was like, should we give it a go? Or should we start the band? Like, he was like, fucking right, let's do it. And then we started playing covers and, and getting a bit of a following. Then we started writing our own songs, and that, and that's where it really kicked off. Like, and one day we said, "Right, let's not do any more covers now. Let's probably go for it with original stuff." Like, so, and that was about two thousand and fourteen, fifteen, I think, around about that time. Like, mad, yeah. 
but yeah you've been working working very very hard behind the scenes for years and years and years um and yeah, you you currently managed by Padge, right? Yeah, Padge yeah. is looking after you from Bullough and Valentine. Yeah, oh, Padge's legend. Oh, fantastic, absolute legend, hell of a boy. Yeah, hell of a boy. Born a lad, like Oof. <laughs> hell of a boy. Love Padge. Got a lot of time for Padge. Um, yeah, how did that come about? Because is he is he looking after many other people? No, I think it's just us, isn't it? Uh, but one night, um, we like we were friendly with him. He came to watch us in Bridgend. And then, like, we was going down his house, like, just jamming with him and become friends. And, like, and one night, I just messaged him, oh, do you want, do you want to manage us? Or do you mean, put a bit of fucking, do you mean, gay contact sort of thing, like, and see, see what we can do? He's like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I will. Yeah, we've had a hell of a laugh, like. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's, it happened when lockdown happened, like, so. So, we were just going down his house recording and, and doing pre-production and stuff. But, yeah, he's helped us out a lot, like. Yeah. Big legend. Super cool. Yeah. yeah. It must be nice to have someone like that who's being in the industry and seeing so many different elements of it, like at your fingertips. Well, that you done can just kind like of. He's done. Yeah. Something I'm done. Yeah. Fucking played stadiums, fucking toured arena, you know. He's done, yeah. Headline festivals, yeah. Re- major record labels, you know, yeah. Let's turn this podcast into what hasn't Paddy's done. Yeah, I probably did. Only fucking out. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, but no, that's going to be amazing. Like, we're, like, yeah, he's not looking after anybody else. No, it's the guitarist and pull off of Valentine. Fucking massive, and yeah, he's gone. Yeah, I want to fuck like that's yeah. another thing. This, yeah, it's just fucking awesome. Yeah, it's it's just awesome. Mm. I love it. What's one of the biggest learning curves you've kind of experienced so far? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen no comment on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fifth, yeah. <laughs> learning curve. <sighs> Don't do three and a half at once. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, just keep practicing. That's, I think that's the biggest thing. You just keep, keep playing keep close as a band and, and friends and as soon as you lose that I think the band will just start to go downhill like so yeah the magic yeah yeah you've got to keep that in mind uh, your friends first I guess yeah that's a it, lot of bands it? do forget that yeah. I think like yeah the not, moment it stops being fun it's, it's, it'll just yeah go downhill like, well that's like, the thing that's the thing and then you've got to make sure that doesn't affect your friendship as well because like when the blackout kind of fell apart in 2015 um yeah, like we knew we was coming to an end or whatever, and we were all going our separate ways. And you know, we could have had arguments over fucking money or how which way things were going or whatever. But at the end of the day, we started as fucking six friends, and luckily we ended it as six friends. And then I think that's you know obviously led us to be able to come back now and do the shows we're about to do. Um, but yeah, that's it's definitely, and it's a testament to you guys that you've carried on as well like you said this you've there's there's moments where you're like uh is this worth doing it like are we ever gonna do any and then literally uh, just as you're about to yeah, go oh fuck this shit yeah <laughs> something <laughs> will go yeah that's all always happens. Oh, yeah, right? it's Corey taylor's agent it is <laughs> do you want to fuck off deep purple and wanna fuck <laughs> <laughs> imagine if he was his agent was just emailing you because he he knew you were with deep purple at night right somehow and he was, and Corey Taylor secretly hates members of Deep Purple. And he was like, "I'm gonna fucking show up. <laughs> Get in touch with people who are at the fucking show. Totally show up." Yeah. But, uh, is man. there is there anything you do though to kind of re- maintain the friendship away from just being in the band? Like, is there anything you you guys can really separate the two? Well, we we just talk every day, pretty much. To me, like we're yeah. always always in contact and go out and have a pint and things. I mean, like as you do. And yeah, just that's it. And try not to t- try not to take it so serious, like even though you like you have to. Oh at yeah, some yeah, point, yeah. You've got to take it serious to a point. Yeah. But then it's just a fucking mad world, and it? it's just a mad life as well. Like people just don't re- like. I just sound like a whinging. <laughs> people don't realise how hard it is. <laughs> Being adored so by people. People want to meet you. Oh, people want to buy stuff off you. It's all fun. <laughs> uh, but let's dive into this new album a little bit as well. I mean, look, there's so much talk when someone releases their debut because they've got kind of got their whole lives to write about those experiences and those lyrics and 
shape those songs the way they wanted them. And then a second record comes around and you've only got that kind of short period of time. How different was it for you in particular, kind of just writing this record or lyrics and themes and stuff like that? Was it ideas that you already had or was it kind of, do you look at it as like a snapshot from like the last two years? Like how, how do you see this album compared to the first? Well, a lot of the songs on the album are like older ideas as well. Oh, yeah? Like I'd say like 50% is new, brand new stuff, like after the first album. And like the other 50 is like older stuff, like reworked and and some stuff is just like actual proper old songs we haven't touched them. And, but yeah, it's I'm always writing, like we've got hundreds of songs written and and then others, like we've got choruses written and then riffs and sometimes you merge them together and you have a f- song like, but yeah, I'm always writing, so... I love it. I'll never stop doing that. Like. Nice. And uh, who did you record this record with? With Ramesh again. We went nice. back with Ramesh, yeah. Nice. How was that process? It was great. Just like the first time, went in, smashed it out. Because we'd done a lot of pre-production, so we knew every, every part that we wanted on it. So. Did you do pre-production with Ramesh then, or was it pre-production on your own? Pretty much on our own, like, like cause we've got little home studios and stuff, so spent a lot of time doing that and adding the, adding the extra parts and whatever. But yeah, I just went in, smashed it out. And, and loved the sound of it straight away. Like nice. Does he have much input in the uh, how the songs come out? Then like, uh, does he? I when you're there and you think like, you know, oh, you've done this song. Does he ever go? Oh, have you thought about changing that? Or can we chop this a little bit out? Yeah, or? Yeah, 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 a little bit here there. Like, but it's, it's mostly like chop, chopping yeah. than, than adding. Like, okay, yeah, yeah he's I, great, Rom. Yeah, I've been lucky enough. Like I. You know, like enough to work with a bunch of different producers and like everyone's got their own different fucking technique or whatever and like Ramesh the first producer I ever worked with yeah um, we did our first EP and our first album the Blackout's first EP and album and then and then when we went to Jason Perry it was like a complete because Ramesh is so fucking gear like he's the gear head and he's got fucking everything you want there and he knows what every fucking button does that's not the case of Jason Perry like <laughs> Jason Perry's just all right, have a good time and record an album, boys. <laughs> cool. Where's the record button, Jess? <laughs> I don't know. We have to get the engineering. Like, yep, yeah, we will. <laughs> Fucking uh, hell. How is it? What's going on here? But good. No, good. I'm glad, um, I'm glad it's going well. And uh, yes, Ramesh has done some fucking absolutely killer records as well. Yeah. So. With your style of music as well, like how does inspiration normally come for you? Is it more just kind of like being on the guitar and finding a riff or... A melody or something like that or you always kind of thinking of lyrics i mean how like walk us through the, that kind of process behind the scenes of the actual songwriting yeah i always write the music first yeah. uh, so i get the feel like and then i normally just clip record and just sing whatever comes out i just let, let, let my mind go and then if Is i like, just noises as well yeah oh, yeah just, scat yeah, and like, yeah. Fuck, like, <laughs> any, like make my own words up and shit yeah. and then sometimes i'll hear me saying, saying a word and then pull out in and work yeah. around in and the things like that like so yeah I, that's mainly my process like music first feel feel the music then lyrics nice you talked about this album being on hold for a little bit and having to reschedule the release date when that happens for a band how much more work is it, or how much is it of a change having to reschedule that whole process well it, we literally uh rescheduled it like two weeks before it was like really like sudden like so we i mean didn't want to really do it but we had to just, just in case the deal worked out or whatever but yeah we had more time to like get the press and stuff now so it, it wasn't really much of a delay like because because christmas was just i just flew by and then january and, and then it was pretty much there like so yeah it wasn't really much difference but i think it's worked out for the better uh, well we should mention this new single really i mean it is out today today um, yeah Give give us the ooh, ooh. give us the download and like, give us all the all the information and the story behind it. Well, it's the title track of the album, so Bed and Nails, and it's the, it's the first track that we've had uh, a synthesizer in, in the song. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's, Fucking it's, hell! It's got a synthesizer. Step it up, boys! Yeah. Isn't it? Fucking hell! Yeah, it's got like <laughs> it's got like the a. He's coming in, boys! He's flying in. Yeah, it's like a synth opening. It's just like a little under, just to fill it out a bit. And it's just, and, it, and it's the lowest tuning we've ever played Ooh. on as well. So we dropped down the, the B, I think it is. Nice. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, so, 
I wrote it on a seven string as well, but I I translated it into into a six <laughs> string. Like. But yeah, it's, it's probably one of the heaviest tracks on the album as well. Nice. Um, yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Tune it up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I always find, I find that mad. How like I I dabble a little bit in guitar, but seven string, I wouldn't know where to start with like that extra. How would you even? go about writing on the seven string to then change it back to us like that's just <laughs> yeah. that's just confused my brain completely yeah it is weird because I, I just started playing with them like and i'm so much fun with them like writing the heavier stuff but but i'd say like this album's a little bit like the in in parts as well and but yeah going back to seven string i think you just automatically start playing different with every guitar i think if you have a guitar you write different stuff on it, and it influences you differently like so but yeah i do, I do like a seven string like yeah, if I had a seven string, I would ignore six of the strings. <laughs> <laughs> Some one big fuck on string. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd I'd play with a seven string live. Like oh. it's just just for in the in the room. It's like bit of low new metal, man. Yeah. Get a bit of low new metal going. Yeah. Fucking hell, seven string right up the wazoo. <laughs> yeah, where's the um, where's the weirdest place you've ever played? The black guy played a bull ring in Spain once. Peter, theater of death. What did you say? <laughs> what was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, in Spain. We played a, a fucking restaurant in Spain. Like, we walked in and uh, everyone was just eat, eat, eating it. The stage was on, like, on, on the side of the room, so we set up, but it? But it ended up being fucking awesome. People are after the tea now, full bellies. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I need emotional! <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely one of the weirdest, weirdest ones, oh yeah. Yeah. Cheers, Fod. Yeah, I'm trying to think what other ones we've played. I'm trying to think what other daft ones we've played. Played a strip club. Well, it was a pub in Iwickham called the White Lion, right? So if you get, if your agent ever goes, oh, Boys, had a shit off. Yeah, so is it a White Lion? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, We literally loaded in through the side door. Well, there was a woman on the stage we were about to play, right, with a pole in the middle, literally legs akimbo, right? She had one one touch in the ceiling, one on the floor. So as we walk in, I turned right, and it's literally a vagina staring dead me me dead in the eyes. Went to the back of the room, right? So I was like, oh, I don't want no part in this. She came round with a pint glass, and she went, I saw you look in. You owe me a quid. He's <laughs> like, from the quick... You, you did, like, to be honest, if I didn't look, I would have been blind. Like, it is not... It was there. <laughs> like I turned round and I was like, uh. "But yeah, that was a pub tune strip club. That was a strange one for us." Yeah. Um, <laughs> my mind's gone blank. Now I can't think of them. Like the only other one is that place in the corner. People like, I see some movement. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, that was fucking funny. You played a fucking. Uh, we played with Ed P. Oh, I played. Yeah. yeah in Did nobody turn up? Uh, yeah. Well, it was the first show. There was one guy here, like standing there. Uh, but the rest of them were like pretty good. It was pretty good too, you know. Like, but our first show, there's one guy in. Like, I remember we played, and I was like, "What the fuck are we doing this for, boys?" I was like, "Oh, we just having a little review or something." Yeah, yeah. Over and falls. He was like, "Let's see some fucking movement." <laughs> <laughs> Let's see some fucking movement. There's one guy on the bar, just like, "Ah, oh, like, oh, it's fucking that's crazy." Fucking we good. still laughing today, yeah. like fucking hell. But I said, like, when you have those gigs, you have to make the best of those situations. Like, it's yeah. fucking. We played one. That, that, it reminded me like we played one in Meze Lounge in Newport once and two guys <laughs> we were just about to go on nobody in the nobody in the venue two guys walked in in suits right walked past us right and sat on a settee that was facing out <laughs> next to the stage way, yeah. Like, yeah so we were just playing a gig to two guys but they who were facing out and we were like <laughs> what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah people don't realise you have to do some of these weird strange like yeah, you got all mad gigs and our first one of our first big tours, the blackout, we were supporting in Fight Star. We turned down the first date, right? Because we got offered to support Ed P in Cardiff. <laughs> and we were like, we fucking love new metal. We got to support these. It's going to be fucking class. And we got there and it was the opposite of class. It was not class. Like, it was fucking crap. But were they were they nice guys to you? Yeah, Ed they were sound, were they? Uh, the singer didn't really talk to us much. But the drummer, Jeremiah, I think he was the... Yeah. He might be like a standing drummer. He was great. Yeah. Because yeah. they, I remember they, because they had one guitarist. They have one guitarist? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they had one guitarist and then an old man who DJs then as well. Yeah, skateboards yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a job, like. It's <laughs> <laughs> a job, skateboarding and DJ. Wow. The fucking dream. Like. Yeah. They, they made us put up both our guitars on the one side. 
because the fella couldn't be asked to <laughs> add another mic to the other side. Like, ah. and we're like, oh, this we we turned down a massive gig to be at to support you because <laughs> we love you and you were fucking dicks. To us. <laughs> ah, boo, Ed P. Boo. If you listen to this, I know you listen every week. You ah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I hope it done. Oh, you got a song called Blackout, mine. So yeah, that'll yeah, but. Mad band, what a mad band! <laughs> but no, it, it, it's funny hearing the like comparisons. Like you, you know, earlier you're saying about playing stadiums and then <laughs> you're playing to one guy. Like, it, <laughs> let's see some fucking move, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, That's the best, man. Just um, yeah, fucking crazy, man. Mm. So good to take those gigs and just be like, fuck it, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, who gives a fuck? Like nobody. The people yeah literally don't give a fuck. So like, <laughs> why do I give a fuck? Let's have a laugh. But, like, but stuff like that must prepare you really well as well. If you ever do like a support tour and the crowd's not really into it, like you, you can just think, oh, we've we've done worse. Yeah, that's like, it. we've we've been in the bottom of the battle, like so. Nothing will uh, get get as bad as I like. Let's yeah. see some move, my boys. You should get a fucking t-shirt made for that. Let's see some move, my boys. And I'm sure he was facing the bars. Right? Yeah, like, he, he really looked yeah, like, like, <laughs> Let's see some move, <laughs> you. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> he backed. Turn around! <laughs> You're the only person in there, man! Suck a death, boys. Oh, Suck a death. Oh, you got to get it. Let's see some movement, boys. <laughs> Please, like, <laughs> I, w- I will definitely buy you one. That's <laughs> fucking... <laughs> We shouldn't be allowed out of Earth, It's good though, isn't it? I love it. Like when when we go somewhere away and we find somebody else who's Welsh. Oh, but I, we've been in Australia, right? It was us and Lost Prophets, and we were out at a bar, and we ended up. We were like, Reese is talking to someone. Who's Reese talking? Reese, Reese from the Black was quite shy as well. Like he. Who's that? Go, go and see who's talking Come back and say, who's, who's talking to Rhys? Oh, some fucking boys from Pender Park were there. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, we've come fucking 3,000 miles around the world mm. and fucking Pender Park's in the house. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Bonkers, man. But yeah, I, I just fucking love seeing Welsh people out and about and just any sort of Welsh mannerism mm. is fucking brilliant. We tried to explain um, tidy darts. You know, the phrase like, oh, tidy darts. Oh, doing well, boys. Tidy dot. Try to explain that to an American, right? A guy called um, Micah from a band called There for Tomorrow. And I was like, oh, he was like, oh, you guys, you say some weird stuff. Um, teach me. I was like, all right, cool. Well, tidy dots means good. And he was like, tiny dots. <laughs> <laughs> and we were uh, like, that's it from now on, eh? Tiny dots, boys. Tiny dots, that is. Jay, told me a good story. He, he was uh, driving a American band on tour, and he was driving with a fucking Aston man. I know this. He looked at the sign. He's yeah, where's that? It's in the Y-Stred mine ass. <laughs> oh, you're fucking crying, man. Oh, I love the idea of Americans listening to this podcast. And I'm going, what are those fucking cheeky bastards on about? <laughs> Stupid spellings. Like, yeah, why start my natural? I'll never get this. The best yeah, one. That's that the, best the best pronunciation <laughs> of, a, of a fucking Welsh. Why start my natch? Because the thing is, he's not wrong. No, <laughs> it is. That's what should be said. The, the letter Why start my natch? Looking at it, mind. Yeah. We're the fucking idiots. We're going. Yeah, it does say Astrid Manor. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Oh. Mad, like we've just let, yeah, we've let all the Welsh people tell us that's what it is. Yeah. And we've gone, oh, that's what it is. Uh, that's what it must be. So I start my natch, man, all day. Yeah. <laughs> but does it feel like sometimes a completely different world when you know, you're out in like Spain or Germany or some mad stadium and then you just come back down to regular old Tidville or something and it's just kind of being back on like home, t- home turf rather than like getting lost in a big city or. Yeah, well, it's mad because, like, in our shows, like, people, like, want to meet us and have photos and ask us to sign things. And then we go up the, up the pub and the dinner have our arms. That's how local, like, we always go to. And people just don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. Oh, like, pair, right, Trish? <laughs> don't give a fuck, like. Yeah, it's mad. And us to fuck off. Yeah. Get out the fucking way. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's mad going from that to, like, just coming back mm. in. Yeah. But also, what I found is, with people in, especially, well, all I know is Merthyr, I guess, is... 
very very supportive on the way up and then as soon as you do something good <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. you don't like that <laughs> you don't like that <laughs> oh you fucking big man now you <laughs> you fucking in my gig last year now, you, now I'm the big man because I've been out on tour yeah oh fucking mm. world traveller somebody said to me and I was talking like a stone. I was like oh what's happening then alright and he was like where do you get that American accent from <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, what do you mean? Uh, you went, you've been on tour with American bands. Must have been you fucking accent changed. And I was like, I've had to learn to talk slower. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. Because otherwise we could just fucking oh, go yeah. on and you want us on the fucking way saying We just don't fucking We can literally do this and yeah. literally about 70 people listening oh, yeah. to this will understand it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah. you've got a fucking American accent no, but Yeah. What? Yeah. I said, you got to speak differently. Like even when you, even when you go to England, like you got to speak different. Yeah. Never mind going in Germany and stuff like that's it's nick good <laughs> yeah. is there any little mannerisms that you've had like that where people have been like whoa what hang on what are you what are you trying to say here? yeah oh yeah definitely like abroad yeah like we've got to speak like like americans like for them to understand us but as soon as you come back to fucking america you speak fucking fast <laughs> <laughs> I love it. People from Merthyr shouldn't be allowed. Shouldn't be allowed to record conversations together. Just enjoy it too much. It's for us. This is definitely for us. More for listening. People are listening. Going one. Number one, say it. Then all talking about. Yeah, we have to put like a warning at the start of it. Very well. Very well. Hey, if you've listened to a Jamie Matthias interview, <laughs> wait till you hear this one. It's yeah. more Merthyr. <laughs> um, speaking of traveling, one thing I did want to talk about as well is outside of the band, you've been doing a few work with other artists, kind of driving them around or kind of being on part of the crew and stuff for that. Um, you got mentioned in our Loveless episode. Yes, yeah, it's you Cardiff. Yeah, a few months back. Um, yeah, what's that experience like separating yourself from the band and kind of seeing the weird insights of different artists kind of touring and how they kind of do their day-to-day yeah well that's it when i'm not touring or doing anything if 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 i can get a job driving a band i'll do it like anything to get me on tour that's what i love like but yeah like you say but it's nice to tour and not have the pressure of doing the shows and stuff so it's just as fun like I, i just want to tour all the time so any any chance i can get i'm fucking out there like but uh yeah this the stuff you see like because when you when you're not gigging like you see more behind the scenes like and it's just mad like it's a it's a mad world there too and like yeah have you been out with many bands who are playing the track oh yeah yeah all of them that like, seems, I don't think, seems to be yeah i don't think there's any bands who who don't do it now like but, uh do you play the track and god no <laughs> can't get that it must be a myth a thing yeah, yeah. Can't, can't keep the time man yeah <laughs> you got all the time man. keep time <laughs> so I'm going to this fucking clicks pulling me off who's this who's this who's in there I'm playing this fucking click in my head take it news out to us no we don't do anything like, anything like that mm. it just yeah it's I hate like I don't mind a bit of music on track if you if if, if you, you need physically like, can't if you yeah. can't bring violinists with you yeah I'll have a couple of violins that's on it, track it? when you main vocal yeah coming out of the pa and you were mics in the air yeah yeah that's fucked don't do it. i feel like an old man right well number one i am an old man but at the same time i feel like remember oh you probably won't remember this you're too young but there's um i remember older metalers telling me going i fucking hate pop acts right they don't even play their own instruments right and now Britain's biggest metal band as parts of the thing where they're not playing their own and it's like what we've gone we've lost our way completely <laughs> yeah. like I to me I don't know how bands enjoy the gig doing it because you're not doing it like to me I want to be shouting I want to be trying to fucking sing as best I can for it for me to know is coming out of the fucking PA and I'm just like fucking miming to it it's, it just feels it just yeah. feels so false it's to me right. it's like it's right, is it? it hurts my heart as well to know <laughs> the other people are doing it and and yeah i saw one band uh years ago who were my men and uh, i went home and i went online to see what the reviews are like and someone was like oh yeah they weren't live but the lights were good <laughs> <laughs> and i was like 
don't let please don't let rock music come to the fact that it's gonna <laughs> like, like oh they've got fucking some guy who can program lights to their cd perfectly because the cd's playing yeah it, oh i just <laughs> oh i put me off music for about three weeks i did i was like oh i can't be i can't do this anymore yeah. it's fucking sad but hmm. loses the meaning man then yeah, that's what like, yeah i'd rather i'd rather go and see a band right fuck up right i'd rather go and see a band play a fucking dodgy note yeah. hit the sing a dodgy note yeah. But I know they fucking try in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know they're there to do the gig. They're not just going, running through the motions. Like, they're not just fucking, you know, singing along the track or whatever. Like, That's it. Oh, it makes me sad inside. <laughs> Sorry to all the bands I've offended who listen to this who play track, but also grow up. <laughs> oh. Get a violinist, like. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's only yellow card with a violin. Like, with all the songs with violins in, the only violinist <laughs> I can name you <laughs> is Fisher yeah, Mackin from Yellow Card. He's the only violinist yeah. I can name you. Do you know the violin? Not in, like, alternative music, I don't think. Vanessa, no, Vanessa May wasn't. Alternative violinist, so she's just a violinist. Um, well, there you, you can name another one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sean Markin, yeah, I never <laughs> thought of that. <laughs> yeah. All the rest of us were just cheating on yeah, violins, there, like, yeah. but the, with the driving as well, like, like that must be crazy, like, just seeing their roots sometimes as well. Because, especially if you're doing American band, like, some fucking agents don't know geography over here very well, like, how, how weird is it for you sometimes to kind of like not be the front man and just be like right i gotta get these from fucking Birmingham to glasgow or something random yes yeah, it is mad like I, I just love driving see so and in and, and the front you're away from all the bands in the back like it's it's, it's relaxing like because I, I just love driving anyway so yeah and you get paid for it it's fucking not bad, yeah, it's fucking all right die. Yeah, nice <laughs> sitting in the fucking drives? house what's the longest drive you've had to do so far Ooh, i drove to poland once in, in i i left Bridgend <laughs> at uh i think it was like 10 o'clock stopped uh i slept for three hours and then i had to get the poland then straight away uh, fucking oh, i was it was far too long i think it was 600 odd miles like 650 miles something like that wow Get with that. three hours kept like oh, i was fucking solid Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, it was mad. Yeah, no fancy. God, it went just went straight to bed. Like, fun, no? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's mad, what, it's mad what people do, eh? It's mad what people do for music, but. Yeah. And money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's funny, it, yeah. 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 But as we as we start to wind down on this conversation a little bit, I mean, yeah, going back to to this new album, there's so much excitement around it. If um if anyone's listened to this and they haven't really dabbled in the music that much, like how would you describe the band, or just how to describe this album to people if if they're kind of discovering it for the first time? Uh, heavy melodic, grooving mm. rock. Power rock, yeah. Oh. <laughs> rock power rock. Rock nice. power rock. <laughs> 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 Here's a J story. Rock power rock. We were stuck at a um, <laughs> oh, what's it called? Uh, rock we stuck at a checkpoint once, right at a border, and the guy got Jay out of the van. Walking Jay round there, and he was like, so the band inside. Uh, what music do they play? And Jay. Was so nervous for some reason. We didn't have anything in the van, like, but he was shitting himself for some reason. I th- we might have been fucking late or something like that. And the guy's like, "Oh, so what sort of music is it?" We could do. Jay go, um, hard rock, hard rock, hard rock. So fucking next time you see him, go. Oh, you look a bit of hard rock, hard rock, hard rock. You? <laughs> hard rock. Hard rock, <laughs> and then oh, and to finish a little bit of hard rock. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You didn't say the same words three times, like <laughs> fucking idiot. But. We got pulled with him, though. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, we got pulled in Germany. Fucking hell, Paddy shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, was fucking, uh, I was fucking loaded. Like, do you know what I mean? I had fucking weed and all that. Like, and uh, <laughs> they came in front of us. They were like, had the sign that they follow, follow me, me, follow like, me into this fucking. And, um, so I was like, fuck. Fuck, I got this in my back. <laughs> By the side of me. Like, fucking sniff for dogs. My back goes into this fucking <laughs> service fucking thing. Oh, boys, there's lorries, dogs running around, conveyor belt with an x-ray. 
Oh. I fucking shit myself. <laughs> I was shaking. Oh yeah, shaking like a leaf. I'm telling you, but I asked oh, yeah. Steve. He came out to fucking. He asked one of the boys for a fag. Like he said, "Give me a fag." His fucking hand was. Did I give you a tip? But then he fucking dropped the tip. He was fucking crumbling. But I, I need to give myself a. Oh yeah. Oh, fucking, and he had the bag with the weed in it. Like, I, yeah, what should I do with this? Because we we had like two bags. One with our clothes and one with the fucking just backpack and stuff. And he had the joints in it. He was like, "Oh, what should I do with these?" And as he was grabbing his one bag, he fucking launched the one behind the whole gear. Like, yeah, like nice. he fucking left. Oh, he got away with that. I was like, clever. Yeah. Wow. Did they do any sort of searching? Did oh, they, yeah, they, they did go through those bags? Yeah, yeah, the X-ray fucking through the, the X-ray oh, thing. Oh, they would have found it, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. They would be waving me up the fucking <laughs> 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 oh, oh, that's fucking mad, mad, yeah. That's fucking... Oh. That was sketchy. We had a fucking... Yeah, we had a weird one in Germany once. Um, we just played with Linkin Park and we were going to go and watch... <laughs> two name drops now. We <laughs> just played with Linkin Park and we were going to go and watch NERD play a small club. And we pulled off in a van and all of a sudden we got pulled over by plainclothes police officers, right? But they had guns, right? <laughs> so we were like, boys, we've just been pulled over. Like, there was no light. We just got pulled over by, like, two cars. We were like, we're getting fucking robbed, boys, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Gavin went fucking white, cops. right? Drunk out of his fucking mind. Hey, goes fucking white right he literally the police come around then they go right oh, I want to see everyone's passport right we're all here just holding our passport <laughs> Gavin goes the guy holds his passport up I turn away I look back his passport's gone right <laughs> I was like Gavin where's your passport he's like <laughs> oh I don't know <laughs> oh and still up mate. passport had gone it had fallen somehow down the side of the you know like on a on the side of the van where they've got like um you know, wood to stop it going through to the metal, I guess. It had somehow fallen down there, but, ah, oh, you want to see him. I am going to passport, I am going to passport. Just shouting at people, like, oh, he's going to get shot now. Here we go, here we go. But luckily they let us off, like, he found you in the end on the side of the van, but fucking hell. Didn't he die? No. Definitely didn't he die. <laughs> so yeah, it's a way are. to go from there. Yeah. It's a <laughs> so, fucking yeah. tangents on this has been brilliant. Though. I'm sure a lot of people. Well, ha- if anyone can understand half the things yeah. that's being said on this, oh, they'd be all right. I yeah. reckon we'll be all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. If anything, just slow it down. Then <laughs> yeah. you can, yeah. It's too late now. We've listened to all of it. All uh, but yeah, but no, yeah. As I said, like this album, there's so much excitement around it. Um, is there anything else you kind of just want to let people know about, or just kind of hammer home about these songs in particular that you're very proud of? Yeah, just come and see us on tour and listen to them live. Uh, February, where are we playing? Help me out, boys. Glasgow, Newcastle, Wolverhampton, Manchester, Manchester, uh, Nottingham, London, Cardiff, and Bournemouth, I think. I think that's that's it, yeah. Like, most of them are uh, sold out now, so the the ones are left, get on it. Nice. Yeah. Yes, do it. I strongly suggest you go and see them. They fucking rip in. And yeah. He has to say Al. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just wouldn't have said that. Man. I wouldn't have done that bit. I would have gone. <laughs> yeah, man. Tidy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could go see you, like. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you got some gigs now. <laughs> no, no. The people should definitely go and check them out. They fucking rip in. Um, and uh, I haven't been lucky enough to hear the album yet but I don't doubt it's fucking class I'm excited to have a listen and um, yeah really really appreciate this thank yeah. you for doing it yeah, thanks thank for you for having us here. as yeah. well thanks for having us boys um, and uh, yeah we'll do another one in the future I guess after the album's out and we'll uh, yeah we'll have a discussion about how it's going and uh, fucking right Tidies, power bro. rock nice power rock power rock power rock power rock power rock oh everyone doing the horns tuck you fucking thumbs in <laughs> fuck me how could you be in rock and you don't know what rock oh. slinging the devil like. right when you do the devil with your hands right he doesn't have a fucking big left ear sticking out, does he? <laughs> so tuck that thumb in, do the ones properly. <laughs> the end. Uh, Sorry, thank you. The end. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yo les enseñé Lovely Ooh. stuff. That was Tristan, Perry, and Foz of the Wicked. Riffy. Heavy Florence Black. Check them out now. They are fantastic. We've got a running joke going now between Raiders and Florence Black because uh, Raiders supported Florence Black in Bridgewater uh, a couple of years ago. And um, I watched Florence Black and then I saw the basis outside after the gig. And instead of saying, good gig, for some reason, my stupid fucking idiot mouth said, have a good gig. And he looked me in the face and went, we've just played. And I went, I know <laughs> I was watching you. <laughs> so every now and again, when we're leaving, he'll just go, have a good gig. Like, so, yeah, but yeah, it was fucking great to see those boys again. I fucking love it. I just yeah. love being around them. They're happy. It's just, yeah, I love seeing people of my area doing well. I love seeing people doing well. Most people doing well. Some people are fucking bastards and they, but um, yeah, just seeing them doing well and hearing their stories and fucking, I love it when my brother comes home and he's got Lawrence Black tails or whatever. And I just love hearing him doing stuff. And yeah, congratulations boys. And this new album I'm hoping is going to make them bigger than ever. Should it will. And um, yeah, some fucking record label, it's got to be mad not to mm. sign him as soon as possible. Were there any if they want that. Because <laughs> nowadays, literally, it, it, it is easier to potentially do it yourself and then make the money. So Yeah, it all depends. Never, yeah, we'll it see. It all depends. We'll get him back on after this album. <laughs> definitely after this album cycle's finished, we'll get him back on and go, how did I go in? Like, yeah. Like, what, like, what's the difference between that and the record label now? Because that'd be an interesting chat. It would, it would. But yeah, their energy is just contagious and yeah. it's just so nice to be able to do these conversations and go to like, a practice space or a home or something like that of, of these bands and these guests and just getting insight into everything. And as you've heard, they're a mad bunch, but they're super excited about everything. And if you love that heavy rock and roll music, Bed of Nails, the album coming out February 2nd, Oof. is going to be one you definitely need to pick up this year. And you can go and hear the title track from the album after you listen to this because it's only out today, after. only after. Come on. And we're celebrating it all together as, uh, as Welsh idiots we are but yeah just so so cool and i'm excited for this tour and just everything they've got going on so fair play to them fair yes to them. i fucking love it well done to them oh there was a cut uh, there was a um newspaper cut out we didn't mention we oh. probably should have uh, on the back wall as well that you said had the best headline ever yeah so basically they've um their back wall looks like one of my mother's walls um where she's got uh bit she's cut out of the newspaper um, about the band when it starts or whatever and I fucking love that and they were like oh we should take her down and I was like keep her they're, they're, the, they're mm. the best fucking things this headline said so basically they were young young rockers I don't know if the band was called Kid Rockers maybe they were called Kid Rock anyway um, but they were young lads about fucking 10 in a band and the headline said you've met Kid Rock now check out Kid Rockers and I thought no I haven't <laughs> <laughs> and that had me in stitches for a while going like, no I, I haven't met like to be honest it's one of the few people I haven't met yeah but surely it's, you've heard of Kid Rock you've met Kid Rock now check out Kid Rock no I am whoa <laughs> well, I'm the first. can I check out Kid Rockers <laughs> we didn't know can I check out Kid Rockers if I haven't met Kid Rock because is it like a do they do like bar with a bar two or American Badass 9, or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that very much. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just funny. It's just funny, these little tidbits and stuff. But 
Yeah, fair play. I mean, I'm I'm up for coming to more people's houses and seeing what things they got on the wall in I 2024. It, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. We should yeah, we should do sampling house tours <laughs> where we go to rock stars' houses, <laughs> like MTV cribs, but like sampling but audio. So yeah, for audio. You can't yeah. see. You guys can't see how grand it is, or or not grand it is. But we can. You've got it. Yeah, you've got it. Like the joke I made about Tristan's Willie earlier. You've got to listen to how we react to see what their houses are like. So and that would that'd be quite funny. Yeah. And then you can just go on social media at Sapman Pod and have a look at the photos we have with the guests That's and true. then just kind of zoom into the background, background to see yeah. how how flamboyant or how nice the, the place actually is. Has Travis Parker got a dog shit on the floor in his kitchen? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to zoom in no pictures to find out when we finally speak to Travis Parker in his house. <laughs> oh, well, it'd be the Kardashian house. Oh, it? fuck. I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that shit that's kind of a place you definitely need to take your shoes off before you walk in I guess no me but, but I purposely wouldn't and when he asked me why I didn't do it I just go punk rock bro <laughs> that's it God is good yeah God is great <laughs> anyway, that's what you anyway uh, as you can probably tell you might not do because of the wonderful editing skills of myself but mm. we're recording this uh, in a car again. Yeah, we're back to we car recording. Out. Is the car going to go past? Put the mic by the car. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not coming oh, close enough. I thought it was going to come straight past. Uh, Sorry about that. Um, so normally we love to thank our Patreon community because they are honestly the best thing to ever happen to us. And they make this podcast happen they are. each and every week. If you head to the description of this episode, there's loads of names there that we thank. But normally, Sean gives a shout out to the elite members of the community. So I'm doing this from the past technically now, am I? Or I can. It depends. What's easier? Oh, so completely up to you. Well, one of us yes. is, is, about to. is about to give him a shout out. Yes. Let, hey, do you know what? Make your guesses now. Pause the <laughs> podcast, right? <laughs> Tweet at us at something pod who you think's about to do it. And then we'll find out that movie, I guess. But uh, yes. Way Surprise. It's me. We couldn't get the names up in the car, that's why... We're... Anyway, special thank you to Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Luwe, Janelle Caston, Paul Hirschfield, Tony Michael, Scarlett Charlton, Dilly Grimwood, Nathan Crawshaw, Mitch Perry, Kelly Irwin, Molly Malloy, James Bowerbank, Amy Louise, Kat Besant, Alexandra Pendleton, Jonathan Gutierrez, Jenny Robinson, Amy Dawson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Jones, Stuart McNaught, Ellen Southfields, Caroline Robinson, Stephen Aston, Kate Puttock, Jenny Munster, Lewis Cook, Carl Pendlebury, James McNaught, Jason Heredia, Martina McManus, John and Emma, Danny Eaton, Sean Foynes, M. Emma's Roberts, Evan, Ollie Amesbury, Emily Perry, Adam, King of the Goths, Parslow, who's dead excited that Newport County might be playing Man United in the FA Cup, potentially, Kalila King, Josh, I woke up last night to find the ghost of Gloria Gaynor standing at the foot of my bed. At first I was afraid, then I was pet. Vicky, Kyle Bounty Chocolate fan David Smith, and last by no means least, Connor Lewins and family. We love you all very, very much. Thank you for continuing to make this podcast happen every week. This has been a strange episode, but also brilliant. I've enjoyed it very, very much. Um, Sean Smith out. Sapnin! <laughs> Sapnin! Sean Smith out. Twat. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.